Warning, this is a spoiler-based podcast. If you have not seen 2008's Pontypool, and you just do me a solid, solid favor, just shut the fuck up and don't say anything. Uh, seriously, please don't do that. You'll kill us all. Uh, you can catch Code 45 on Instagram and Twitter at Code45Podcast. Like us on Facebook. Uh, I think you can you know, get notifications on stuff we're doing on that. Subscribe to our YouTube, even though we barely use it. Uh, <laughs> we are on iTunes, Satchel, Stitcher, Google Play, and Podbean. Definitely get on the Podbean app. I uh, want to give a shout out to Video Negative for actually following us on both mediums of social media and giving us a hellacious shout out and an excellent review on our iTunes. It gave us five stars. We want nothing less, you motherfuckers, if you don't mind. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care if you don't even like the show. You give us five stars. You're goddamn right. You fucking phone that shit in. Uh, also, if you want to figure out where all this dope-ass fucking music is coming from, go to Colt45Podcast.com. Scroll to the goddamn bottom, and you'll get the links to the SoundClouds. To all the gentlemen, Young Mustard, Question 7, and Nameless. Get on that shit. Today, Colt45 is powered by... Coffee. Coffee. Coffee! <laughs> no! <laughs> so soon. <laughs> uh, we are powered today by... Burt's Bees lip balm. My lips are fucked today. Put some of that shit on. It's good to go, baby. Kissable. Nice and kissable. Today I'm powered by NyQuil. Because your boy's coming down with a little, little sniffles. Just a, a little sprite to go with that, too? Maybe. You are now listening to Cult 45, the only cult movie podcast that puts it on your chest. So sit back, relax, pour up, and turn up. Yeah! Welcome, everybody, to an enthralling and engrossing edition of Cult 45 Podcast. I am your host, Beat'em Down. Today, I am joined by Mr. Being Black and John uh, Smooth Lips Hernandez, baby. Woo! Greasy Lips Hernandez. All right, guys. Today we're doing a motherfucking Pontypool. This is a being black special here. Yeah, he champion yeah. this movie because you know he's a heady guy. He's a real deep thinker. This cat. I like to think deep sometimes. <laughs> well, not us. Nope. <laughs> I'll be like, <laughs> ask the movie. That'll be that'll be my next selection. I don't remember why I chose this movie. We've been meaning to remember, do I mean, it. Right. I knew it came up, but I don't know why it came up. I don't think there was any special reasoning behind it. Hey, okay, I was gonna I was gonna say we're not meeting the director or anything, are we? We'd have to fucking pretend to like this shit. Wow. wow. So I see where I see where John stands. Yeah, John John's clearly leaning <laughs> one direction already, which is very interesting. Right okay. out the, right out the gate, uh, dick out. <laughs> to quote Jay Sherman, it stinks. Wow. Wow. Right out the gate, man. man. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, John, you're one of those guys that just like when you first meet a chick, you FaceTime her your dick, don't you? You just get right, you just get right to it. You don't. Where do hey, you what's get your name? That, what you, just because you get right to the point, you're like, hey, so what's your zodiac sign? It's not you even like the, your mouth. It's not even like the typical <laughs> angle that you typically do. It's like he shows the the main vein of it on the bottom, like just like no, this is what I'm about. This is what I'm bringing to the table. <laughs> you got your birds ready. <laughs> Get your birds. <laughs> Pomegranate, nothing less. I want it on there. Anyway, let me stop. We already, I think we got graphic the last episode about sexual behaviors. 
uh, <laughs> was cracking the fuck up. But uh, yeah, man, we um, we're doing Pony Pool, man. It's a kind of a psychological thriller. Um, there are some stuff I really, really do like about it. There are things that I don't like about it, but I feel like it's uh, we'll we'll get to it to a certain point. But I feel like if you watch movies on a consistent basis. There's certain things that are just fucking annoying on some levels that you can't really, really can't avoid for the sake of storytelling. But um, y'all just want to get this, get this going, get this cracked up, get it started. Not really. <laughs> yeah. it's more, it's more like I, I have no money, but I need to submit something to this film festival. Wow, wow, Man. wow. Okay. Well, uh, originally this movie was actually uh, written um, to, to run for 53 minutes. It was a uh, over the radio, uh, like radio play, but at the same time as they're writing for the radio play, they're writing for the actual movie. Um, yeah, couple of differences. Uh, Laura Land was only mentioned; she wasn't really like an essential character. But um, yeah. both, you know, screenplay and radio play being written at the same time, and they were kind of being pushed out at the same time. And it's based on a novel uh, written by the same guy who wrote for this movie, so it's like very close to the chest. Uh, passion project here and um, Black I don't know if you knew this uh, this movie was actually written last Uh, there was a part two and three that was written before this how how sway (laughs) okay you know how you have like a really 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 good idea but you're kind of at the end of it you know you've done that before like you come up with a movie but all you have is the twist in the ending and it's like what well, well, let's work backwards. I think that's what they did with this one. Because they actually are supposedly two and three were supposed to be in the works now. I don't know if that's okay. true or not. Because it's been, it's been some years. So they probably never got the the push that it needed. Because they didn't really make any fucking money here in the States. Probably because they went to um, these little joints that uh, Chip's attends on a regular basis. It might be Chip's fault. Sorry, it might be John's fault. Yeah. Excuse me. Chip, sorry. Chip, Chip's died. Sorry. I'm sorry. There is no chips. There's only John. But um, I was um, I was uh, talking shit, of course. But what was? Do you know what the budget was? What uh, for this thing? I mean, you have IMDb open over there. Technically cheap, but it was like a a million and a half dollars. Because I thought yeah, about I it, like because like, I I talk a lot of shit, but of course, you know, the actor was good, um, and uh, I really appreciate that when they can take so so little and get a lot done. There's this movie on Netflix. What was it called Creep or something? Oh god, uh, we, we talked. To, me, we did talk. Me and you talked about yeah. that a little bit. Uh, beat him down last time. And then that movie has like was made with like zero dollars. But I, I'm just talking about the the whole get getting all that shit done with so little. Mm-hmm. And I honestly, it was inspiring to me uh, watching that movie. Which one? Creep and or uh, um, more more so Creep. But I, you know, I I still. I, appreciate what they did even though i didn't really care for the story or or any of that let's get it started like the intro begins looking like a uh um, broke version of the arctic monkeys video um the guy's like talking rhetoric about um words meaning different things about a missing cat like all these actually are are related to the story but it sounds like absolute nonsense yeah it didn't make any sense at all i'm like what the fuck is he talking about Oh fuck! You 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 made a joke about Metal Gear earlier, and that went all way over my head. Oh, okay. I'm an idiot. <laughs> well, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. It's so blatant, but that's fine, Chip. I mean, John. God damn it! But um, yeah. So it's basically Grant Massey, um, this uh, radio jock, like he's a uh, 
pretty awesome sounding dude. Can't lie. Uh, Stephen McHaddy. He had a great voice. My God, he, he did great it. Voice. He looks how he sounds. Yeah. <laughs> like, like you see him, you're like, yep, that is you. Whatever, whatever <laughs> happened to the man with the golden voice? He fell he, off and then he came back. I remember he back. started drinking. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know where he came back to. Because he was actually offered a pretty sweet gig. I think it was with the Cleveland Cavaliers. Something to do like their that radio shit. announcement. Yeah, it was like a legit radio a legit gig, job, yeah. and he started doing drugs again. But yeah. I don't know what happened after the fall off and the comeback. I never because he had an amazing voice. I'm not gonna lie. Well, he got reunited with his mom, and then kind of like he's doing smaller gigs now. But he's like back on track. He's slowly but surely trying to just get back. Drugs is a motherfucker, man. He relapsed hard. Yeah, yeah he did. But he the, said he he got somebody holding that uh, Kanye. Wow, it's never so, the same. So he basically, I do like how they, because uh, he, he's, he's driving he's driving to work, and it's like a huge mm-hmm. just snowstorm going on, pitch black on the outside, and some chick comes out of nowhere and like bangs on the window, just repeating the word blood, blood, blood over and over again, but Grant can't hear what the fuck she's saying, so when he rolls the window down, she just walks away, and he's like, who are you? And then you can hear people in the distance echoing, it was like a weird echo, you weren't sure if it yeah. was... You know, like watching the movie now, I realized that it was somebody else repeating it. But back then, I was like, "That's why well, it's a weird echo. That's odd." And I was, man, you know what? I would have rolled the moon up immediately once I heard that echo. I'm like, "Bitch, you on your own, dude." I would have first of all, off. burnt off when she like backed off, all scared. And I was like, "Well, something clearly is behind me," and I would have just peeled off. Yep. But uh, you know, he's puzzled by it. But he had a phone call to kind of threw him off and everything. But then he uh, he, he gets to work and um, he's getting set up, and you can tell he's not really happy with where he's at. At all? At no, all. you can read. Is he contacting his, his agent uh, through the movie, mm-hmm. complaining basically the whole time? Yep. Yeah. Now, uh, and like the, the in the beginning of the first like five minutes of this movie were great. Like they had, uh, I was interested. Oh, what's that? What's that girl doing? Oh, fuck! Is he in trouble? And um, then it just came to a screeching halt. Okay, so explain yeah, explain just... the screeching halt because like for, for me, I felt like this was a pretty good setup. So where was the halt? Well, maybe not screeching, but as soon as soon as he uh, got to work, basically, um, yeah, all all that ten that the tension for me, anyways. I know, I know, there's a bunch of shit that happened, but it just left that when there's I gotta be looking at something, you know? Right. I gotta be see. I gotta I, I gotta see the thing. And so was it maybe that it was only shot in one place, a kind of a drab setting that kind of turned you off, or? Not, not, not even that. You know, some movies, um, like, uh, have you? Uh, there was this. What was that? Uh, the, 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 the Sunset Limited. That took place completely in one room, and I, they, they had me like enthralled with their conversations the whole time. It's just two dudes talking back and forth through the whole thing, really. And uh, now, I've never seen that movie. Is it worth captivating? Me out? Um, it's with uh, Tommy Lee Jones and Samuel L. Jackson. Goddamn. Yeah, um, <laughs> done deal. Basically, oh, I don't want to. Sp- no, no, I mean, don't they, spoil they, it. I, don't spoil it. That's just, plenty. Cause, uh, that, you that. said Sunset Limited. Okay. So I'll, is I'll them two out. talking to each other the whole fucking movie? I'll, I'll sign up for that. Jesus. Yeah, and and it was great. And that, yeah, that was based on a stage play. Well, that's and not you know fair, what? though. It, that's, that's some serious acting power on top of it has to be spot on writing as well for that to happen. I mean, this isn't really bad because, like, I, I, you know, um, I'm, I'm pretty sure Black Black definitely feels me on this. Like, this is this scre- it screams World of the Worlds to me. Yeah, War of the Worlds definitely, and um, I'm not I'm not bashing um, 
um, uh, Mazzy's character. Mm-hmm. I mean, the actor. I mean, uh, he was a great actor. I believe that he. Be- I believe that he was listening to some shit going down. But then I was like, I, w- I w- show it to me. I, w- I would like to see it. Now that Please. would be. You know what? I think. Now let me ask you this, Chips. If this was only maybe an audio book or like a in podcast form, would you have liked it more? If you didn't think see, so. if you didn't see anything and only heard it, I think it. I think, yeah. think so. Because because then I don't know. I'd be forced to 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 imagine uh, like twice as much. I guess. I got you. Well, yeah, and I think that was the original format, like uh, Beat 'Em Down was saying. Right. Right. That like, it was supposed to be yeah. presented in. I didn't. And so there might have been a disconnect. I didn't mind the film version. Um, because we got a sample size. We'll get to that later. We'll, we'll get to that. So, like, um, as the movie presses on, he's basically, you could tell that he, he used to be a shock jock because he's, like, starting up some shit, talking hot shit. And he's doing, like, that early, early, early morning boring show. Like, that's his deal, but he, just, he is not fucking playing ball. Sydney is his producer, and Laurel Ann, um, kind of like their, uh, their tech guy. That, Intern? Not really, because well, she, she, she was an integral part because she was like getting police scanner stuff and typing stuff out as well. Oh, yeah. But she was kind of like the the right. assistant to the uh, producer, so I guess assistant producer, we'll just call her that. But you know, the day of the shock, the day of the shock jock is definitely coming to an end. I would think, Not because really. you, you, the reason I say that is because you can get away with so much more on the internet. Yeah, through podcasts. And pot. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, oh, oh you so, mean a radio shock job. But yeah, like in, in exactly a, in, in a sense you, you can you can you might be able to throw us into that category to a certain degree or a certain people that's right. in the you know because their podcast mafia. That's what that's what made, you know, the Howard Stearns and everything so edgy because they had their own little thing and they were ooh saying all this edgy stuff. Now everybody can do it. So that's I don't true. I'm not saying it's dying or it's dead, but uh it's definitely been weakened. I, yeah, I feel. not a special was not a special. Nah, yeah. nowhere near. Who, who's on there with Jim Norton now? Opie, yeah. Oh, who's really? Who? Isn't it? Isn't it Opie or Anthony? One of them? No, it, no. I think he's gone too now. Now it's what? now it's the Jimmy and somebody else show. Damn, cold world. It's well, I, anyways, I, I, I now that we were mentioning that, I, uh, <laughs> I uh, I've been going back and listening to like. Hundreds of hours of fucking Opie and Anthony with Bill Burr and Patrice O'Neill and shit. Oh, Patrice O'Neill is the shit. That's some good shit. Holy God, it's so good. Patrice was something else, Patrice, man. Patrice, Patrice was such an agitator on that show, dude. And I, I, I remember um, one of my favorite episodes when they were like talking about uh, <laughs> Patrice O'Neill was going back over them talking about uh, what movie was that by Clint Eastwood? Uh, Play for Misty. Uh, okay, something like that. I think, play, yeah, I think play it for me, Misty, or something like that. It, it, was, it was a movie that it was like one of the first movies that uh, Clint Eastwood directed, and he was like describing how this black lady got killed. <laughs> it was just the funniest fucking thing, dude. <laughs> oh, he was murdering, man. Like, it, and I love how he just gets into it with them all the time, dude. And like, he just we won't take their shit. And it was, just, I, I miss Patrice, bro. I really do. Yeah, man, dude. I thought, I thought Bill Burr was like the top when it came to just no. sh- super quick, sharp wit, dude. dude. Patrice, but man, Patrice shit. shits uh, all over him. Well, well, it man. is amazing. Bill was good too because, like, uh, like they really got into you know because usually white people get more offensive over like racial shit. So like he was going super hard. I think yeah. uh, I forgot it was either Opie or Anthony called him a name. He's like, see, I want to argue me right there, right there. <laughs> he was like, it's, like, it's over. It's over. <laughs> it was pissing him off, dude. He's like, he's like, he's like, your white guilt. That's your fucking problem. And uh, mm. speaking of uh, white guilt, he did the best analysis of the song "Creep" by Radiohead. <laughs> Go look that shit up. It's the fun. It's the most accurate fucking thing. Wow. It's amazing. I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna look it up. So we um 
we get a Ken Ken Loney in the uh, Sunshine Chopper, which is a very interesting situation. So there's a really really bad snowstorm, and uh, Mazzy is super concerned. Like, dude, like should you really be up there? And he's constantly asking him questions, and he's like, No, I'm good. I'm good up here <laughs> in the chopper. It's all cool. Just chill out. <laughs> Everything's fine. I mean, it's just snowing really bad out there, man. Are you sure you want to do? Yeah, shut sh sh shut the fuck up. We're good. And uh, I thought that was odd. Odd little exchange and stuff, and like, uh, but he moves <laughs> on, but he's totally pissing off uh, Sydney because he's like still like hitting people with the truth, just getting real grimy with it. And uh, yeah. you know, I kind of like this exchange because I felt like this was like a weird kind of explanation of how things really work in the real world, as far as like how people are proud of certain things and don't like hearing things differently that put you know put stuff out of order because he uh. I think there was like a weird misprint about a hostage situation that was going on that actually was happening. But he made right. a, he made a joke about the cops being drunk and it's probably just some ice fishing bullshit and everybody's just drunk. But turns out uh, all the cops are actual legitimate alcoholics and uh, he was like really kind of stepping on people's toes by accident, by complete accident, making a huge ass of himself. So And there is yeah. no sunshine shopper. People just like to believe that. Exactly. But like just my, you know, like shit, the, the simple shit like that kind of blew his mind of like where he actually was and what the situation actually is and how, because it's a small town, like certain shit he says has a little bit more repercussions than it normally would. And it threw him off, man. So after the hostage situation, uh, he's up in the sunshine chopper doing quotation marks. Right. And he's saying that he's looking over, I think, is it somebody's building, the doctor's building. Oh, Dr. And Mendes. the military. Yeah. Right. And the military. Yeah, what was his name? Uh, fucking. Mendez. Cesar Chavez or something? <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, the military starts showing up, and uh, he starts freaking out a little bit because he can't bit. figure out what's going a whole a shit ton because he's saying a, a mob of people is uh you know bursting into the doctor's office. The military shows up, and then the sunshine chopper is gone. I think do they like start when when it's when it starts to kind of dawn on him that this isn't just any kind of just like punk fucking yeah. hostage situation like. I kind of I kind of made a joke. I was saying uh, Ken was breaking kayfabe, which is basically like wrestling terms where you kind of like you just no longer playing along with it. You're being real. Like the chop, yeah. He like like said the chopper is out of there because he literally and like the description when I first heard it when I watched the movie, I was like trying to envision it, and it was just the most horrific thing I can imagine. He said that so many people got into the building that the building basically exploded because it was that many fucking people inside of it. Damn. And on top of it, they were killing each other. It's like, what? So I'm just like, holy shit. So I'm I'm hooked to that um, for the duration of this movie. You know, because like, it, it gave us a small lull to kind of... I felt like that, that, that halt or that slowdown, uh, uh, John, was basically them kind of letting you give a fuck about Sydney, give a fuck about Laura Land, give a fuck about Mazzy, because we're going to be spending some quality time with these motherfuckers in this movie. So you might as well give them a little bit of character yeah. development, and they—I um, felt like they executed that pretty well, considering uh, you know how much time they had. So everybody played their character, you know, types right off the bat within the first seven minutes. Not too bad, not too fucking bad for me. But uh, this is where it kind of slowed down again. So like, shit's getting so fucking real, <laughs> and like Ken, Ken, Ken dips off on the phone. And Sydney puts on the fucking shitty ass guests that were like already uh, supposed to be there, and they're supposed to be like singing about this fucking shitty play about uh, Lawrence Arabia or some shit. 
And Mazzy was not fucking having it, dude. He's like, was good old off. brown face. I thought that was like some kind of hallucination or something at first. Like, mm-hmm. are, oh, are, are these people in those weird costumes? They're just there. Like, what the fuck are yeah, they doing? They are. Oh, they're they're, they're an small actor town fucking deal here. Oh, oh, fuck. One of the guys that were there, either the one with the glasses or the one with the the, the Al Qaeda beard. One of them is the actual writer for the book. Oh okay, the Burgess guy, uh, yeah, Tony Burgess. He was he was he was he was snuck in there between those people, singing that shitty ass song, and he's mad. He's calling his fucking agent, talking hot shit, putting the phone up to the uh, crowd, and I mean just heckling the fuck out of him on a sneak, and they're not catching it. But it's like a uh, two, it's a little girl, a little boy, um, very homely looking woman, and two guys <laughs> singing. Homely. She was not attractive, and uh, <laughs> so. You know, it was just weird, and he's just he's trying to just like power through it. The f- song's finally over, and um, they're still talking about the production a little bit, but little girl's kind of just off. She's like, pra 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 pra, right? Like she she was trying to explain herself, but she fucking couldn't. She seemed disoriented, and then like what Black said was what she was repeating at the end, and they just shoot her away. And I'm like, nope, something's not right. I was already <laughs> my black man's paranoia kicked in. I'm like, shit ain't right. That's not gonna. That, that's that's gonna come back to haunt them in some way, or fa- some form of fashion. And uh, oh, full behind the scenes deal. I seen this movie. I say three years ago, but I actually fell asleep because I was super super drunk at that time, and I woke up. Oh yeah. At the wrong time, and like I missed all the really good shit. So like mm. when I watched it again, because I say when Mendez showed up is when I fell asleep. And I missed the rest oh, of the Oh, well, yeah, he missed a lot yeah. of big chunk. Yeah, and I'm always meant to come back to it. So, like, I'm actually glad I did it for the show. And um, moving on. So, we get back to the coverage of Ken. And Ken is, like, in his fucking Dodge Dart. And he, he abandoned his car. And it's getting really, 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 really fucked up. To where one of these people um, are chasing him. And he's fucking running like a little bitch, as he should. And uh, he hid in a corn silo. And this guy, huge guy, ran so hard that he just destroyed his entire body. And he's just a mass of just bone and meat just on the ground fucking like writhing and still talking. And Ken, being like our boy Justin from Epic Film Guys, has to get in closer to figure out what he's saying. Fuck that. Bro. That boy will be gelatin once I'm done because I'm going to keep driving. Exactly. Straight up. Fucking um, like he. <laughs> what would drive you to like want to just? Fear? I mean, I don't care if you're trying to inv- be an investigative reporter or whatever the fuck. It doesn't matter, dude. This guy killed himself trying to get me. That's all we need to know. We're we're gone. But he gets closer. Mazzy's not down with it. Sydney's not down with it. Laura Ann's not down with it. Hell, the whole Co Forty Five cast is not down with it. But it gets in close, and we're getting this weird like uh baby sounding voice saying mama that was weird. that was weird man that was creepy super that was super like creepy. that was like a max Payne baby uh, cry weird yeah that was the worst part I, why oh, did they even put that no. in the video game it's so bad that we keep coming back to that scene it's, every time we'll talk about well, cause you know, you know, it's so bad. bad about it because the level because the level design was it made you repeat it because you know you kept falling yeah, was, off yeah, all but, the but time. you had to do it so twice like like once you thought it was over, they hit you again with it. You're like, you whores. Yeah, it was terrible. All right. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. I, it was, but we it's digress. A shitty, it's a shitty level. And it should have never happened. It's a mistake and nothing but trash. But um, 
No. Yeah. So no, like like you were saying, I I yeah, I, I for this reason I do believe. Um, now that you mentioned, I was just thinking about it a little bit that this would have been better as just like an audio drama, because what this movie was was just like slow zoom ins on 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 Grant's face, like oh what <laughs> oh the, what did he say it like that? What is yeah. he saying? What the, what what's going on? <laughs> and that's like fucking eighty nine percent of the fucking movie. Can you Touché. put together a supercut? Can can you try to get that done before the end of the week? Can you can you get a supercut together? Please do. Of just uh, yeah, okay, all right. I got all right. I guess or or, or just make your own. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> okay, all right. I, I actually, all right, all right, all right. I have an idea. Okay, jeez. Oh man. Uh, <laughs> what? <that's> the- <laughs> <laughs> well, you put it that way, yeah. But it's like, you know. For me, oh I was, my god, they're they're ki- they're killing him, and then they're going to kill me. <laughs> it's way better than that. Way they're better gonna than kill Arnold. Me. They're going to kill me dead. They're going to kill me dead. It's way better. It's way better <laughs> than Arnold from Troll Two. For Christ's sake, come on now. Let's let's get this together, guys. <laughs> yes, I'm just being mean, being a piece of crap. But um, so is this when the uh, French signal comes through, telling them not to speak? English? Not or the yet. B- the BBC? Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, you're right, you're right. No, 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 you're right, you're right, you're right. Because um, he was getting really, really close, and he's like, we're about to hear what he's going to say. Yeah, we been, we actually skipped that part, because he went back, didn't he, twice? Well, because what happened is Steve Steve Van Dantizen gets, uh, he call, they call and he starts screaming, and then they get a call from the BBC saying that the French soldiers aren't letting people leave, or they get they hear right, overhead Right, thing. right, right, right. And then right, they right. get a signal from France, I guess everybody speaks French up there, uh, telling them don't speak English, yeah, uh, don't speak English or any terms of endearment. Right, because this is in Canada. Oh, and I right. love how he deciphered the message. <laughs> He's like, do not translate this message. And he looks at the mic like, uh, fuck. Whoopsie doodles. <laughs> Wait, but you would think that you would kind of want to put that in the beginning of true. the message. Like, true, true. Don't say this out loud. Exactly. That, it could be bad. But like really interesting um, little set of rules there from from the French uh, Quebec government. I don't know where it's from. <laughs> Whoever's doing it. But uh, what's so creepy is like panic is kind of like you know creeping in, man. And like seventy five already been declared dead to a certain extent. And uh, they were talking about because um, I think they put the constable on the line, and he was saying like how there's just fucking herds just walking around chanting, and like one herd like literally engulfed the car with like two children in it, and oh. uh, just brutal shit. Brutal, brutal, brutal shit. And uh, when the BBC came out of fucking nowhere, that's when, like, you really see those uh, crazy reactions John's talking about um, throughout this movie. Because, like, that's when, you know, shit hits the fan. It's like, BBC's on the line. He's like, bitch, what? (laughs) Excuse me? That sounds like a story that I would like to listen to or even read in a book, maybe. Oh, my God, this guy. It just didn't work on film for me. For me, it did. For me, it did. Because I don't really read that much, man. I'm sorry. Shut up, goddamn nerd. Um, bunch of <laughs> plebeians in here. Yeah, you pleb yourself. Get damn nerds. <laughs> yeah, but um, no, nah, dude. Like, it, it's kind of funny seeing like Grant trying to play it cool, even though fucking BBC's on the goddamn line, and Nigel Thornberry, whatever the fuck his name is, this guy's out here. Nigel <laughs> <Thornberry>. <laughs> He's out here. Just, that like, was an obscure one. <laughs> Like, do you believe that? He's like, <laughs> and he's and he's trying to fucking keep it cool, man. But uh, uh, he's just like, we don't fucking know what's going on. Like, we have no clue. And like, uh, the BBC guy was kind of painting a picture of like how actually fucked they are. It's like, is it true that this is happening? This and this and this. It's like, oh shit, I guess it is. If you're the one fucking talking about it. 
Oh, right. He was asking, is it true that the, the soldiers aren't letting people leave? Right. That's your quarantine. Man, that would be fucked up to Could you imagine getting the call? Like, could you imagine if I called you and be like, hey, you all right? And you're like, what are you talking about? Oh, they got, that's a, uh, A-Leaf is quarantined off and no one can leave. That's brutal. Brutal, brutal. brutal. Uh, See, oh, I, I actually accidentally jumped ahead because, yeah, this is when, um, this is when Ken was running, uh, running around and shit because he was crying like a bitch. Which is fucking brutal, and uh, he was saying people were fucking naked, and just looking insane, and just like cannibal, you know, just cannibalizing on people like fucking piranhas, man. Which is fucking brutal, dude. And uh, he totally should not have like done that shit when he read it out, but it didn't matter because uh, they still played it over the fucking radio. The uh, baby noise coming from that giant guy. He had to make a huge right, point yeah. to let you know that guy was fucking humongous and he's making these weird noises. So it's official that Pony Pool is quarantined. <laughs> yeah. It's official that Pony Pool is fucking quarantined. And uh Man, the face that Mazzy made though, once he heard that baby noise, I felt like he was almost infected. Well, cause he's well the thing about it is he started kind of freaking out. Like looking for the baby almost, right? Like he saw him kind no, of No, like, well he started re- he he kind of cause I guess this is my second viewing. So he started kind of repeating words and he started losing it and just saying all kinds of random stuff. And I'm like, is he infected? Holy shit. You know, you know what? You know what? Okay. Hmm. So uh, uh, do you think he was like, quote unquote, disinfected by Sydney calling I, him Mazzy? She called, she called him Grant or she called him Mazzy? I don't remember. I'm thinking like, I, I, might, have, I might be remember, remembering this wrong, but if you, you know, the whole mommy and then Mazzy threw him off maybe. Possibly, but there was a moment where I really thought he was infected. Two, it was like three, two or three moments. <laughs> yeah, you think maybe that's why they gave him such a weird ass la- uh, last name. Possibly, but I, I, Mazzy. Like, don't quote me on that. That is. Like, I felt like she calls him Grant more than anything. But right. she might have said he was. Like, it looked like he was looking for the baby. Like he, he really like lost his shit for a second. He was just like, yeah, like, it was just, it was very a, odd, booth. super yeah. odd. I can't tell if that if his like transition. Um, between like super cool shock jock, hey, I don't give a fuck. Into I couldn't tell if that was just we like a weird transition or if that was just masterful acting, and I I just couldn't get the nuances right because I'm a plebeian too. Well, I, I'll say that part's kind of iffy because like it's such a fucking mystery, and I felt like uh, I would like to think that they did it on purpose to make you kind of unsure of what actually was happening with him personally because he was like kind of like ready to get the fuck out of there. He got kind of claustrophobic yeah and it was like so all of a sudden too yeah so he's like you know what i think this is bullshit i think people are fucking with me dude and he's like he's getting super hostile <laughs> like <laughs> with the yelling and pointing like get the fuck out of my face <laughs> like i'm going out and uh i think he snapped out of it when shit got officially real because he opens the fucking door and he's like i see nothing it's just fucking snow cold cold snow whatever and fucking sid yells like don't walk out on me and then you hear a bunch of fucking people coming saying that shit. And it's yes. like, what? And he slams the door. They're all up against the door. And she's like, those are my words. Like, she was, like, creeped out by these motherfuckers, like, just constantly repeating what she said. And it was just creepy as shit. Laurel Ann is, like, kind of creeped out by this shit, too. But, like, she did make this weird face when she slammed the door. I think she got hit right then and there. Once they had that door open, she got exposed. Cause, uh, yeah, I think so. She was the closest to the door when they were leaving. And, uh, you know, Sydney's freaking out because her fucking kids are out there. And, uh, oh, well, before we get to that point, 
this has to be the most roughest obituary I've ever witnessed on a film. <laughs> no, you said that. Uh, the black and white scenes of just people just looking very normal and just calm in the nice small town. And you're hearing in the background like uh, a, a Reginald, blah, 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 54, uh, died by the hands of his wife, da, 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 da. You know, and it was just like, oh, like more and more. Oh, yeah, that was gruesome. Jesus. Because I, like, like, we're going to show you their faces, assholes, so you can just know who these people were and how. Yeah, I, I actually really like that part, though. That was it was cool. it, it was very gripping because like everyone looked like normal people and you're like how did that person kill that person how did that person kill these two people killed and it's like you know he was mourned by his husband momentarily until he was ripped to shreds by <laughs> such and such you know it, it looked like one of those fucking anti texting and driving commercials <laughs> like it, it they just show you the faces of the victims yep and just guilt trip you and they're holding up uh, this is the last text they sent him <laughs> you up <laughs> You uh, <laughs> DTF. No, <it's> a, <laughs> Brennan sped out of his mind and crashed because he he was reading this text here. Uh, get <laughs> get condoms, but um. <laughs> so like, Lorland is officially starting to lose it because uh, this uh, teapot that was whistling earlier in the movie is whistling again, and Laurel Ann repeats the fucking tea kettle. Not good. Mm-hmm. Not fucking good. No, I was saying, isn't this the part where our boy Dr. Mendez breaks in? Yeah, now this is where I get kind of like, oh, here we go. Like That was weird. That motherfucker just came out of nowhere. Yeah, like Dr. Mendez, like aka the exposition machine, like just rolls in the fucking like building. And that number one that pissed me off, like, why is it so easy to just crawl into that bitch? Number one. And number two is like once he showed up, just he just seems so fucking out of place. You know what I mean? Yeah, he does. It's like yeah. I like my problem is that you couldn't you couldn't write any other way to to put him in the story. Like right, that's what bothered me because like doc, you know, you hear Doctor Mendez like even when um when they got in the booth all together and he was like, oh, we have Doctor Mendez. Have you heard me talk about him earlier? Like, yeah, we know, we fucking know. But it just uh, didn't he like? I think yeah, I think you know what I think honestly I think that uh, Doctor Mendez would have been better as a frantic phone call. Absolutely. Or, or if maybe the BBC had said you know oh we have Doctor Mendez uh, on the ground telling us what you know what I'm saying right and he's saying hey don't don't say the shit that would have been better they could have pretty or, much cut him out or him but like they, freaking out what? like uh, you know like um, either taking Ken's phone once Ken got because because Ken got lost and that was a, that was a sad moment when Ken just started uh, that would have been great that would have been great actually like like he like he like he ran to Ken like are you normal oh my god and then running and then like Ken falls by the wayside. Becoming one of the fucking uh, not zombies, right, because conversationalists. That's what they dubbed them in this movie, which I thought was very interesting. Yeah. But um, that'd have been cool, and then have him like, okay, well, come back. We're over here by blah 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 blah. Like, come to the church, da 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 da. And then he like, then he gets there, and continues the fucking story rather than just like, oh, I'm here, just showed up. What's going because on this is the part that doesn't make too much sense to me. So one of the radio, one of the radio chicks starts to lose it. She's obviously infected. Yes. While Dr. Mendez is in there, they close the door. He tells them, you know, don't talk or say anything or she'll start following your voice, things like that. Right. And then it's revealed that the this disease or whatever is spread through c- communication. So these motherfuckers keep talking, which yeah. I don't get. Yeah. Well, I think I totally don't. Well, they, they, they kept talking once she walked away because she was kind of standing there creepily as 
fuck just staring at him through the fucking uh, right. soundproof uh, glass. And he was asking, well, can they read lips? Because, like, it's soundproof. So, you know, they think they're relatively right. safe. So it's like, you know, like, you know, can they read lips? He's like, I haven't thought about that. Mendez is way too whimsical about this situation. Because, number one, your fucking office just got decimated by body mass, first of all. You should be a little bit more fucking mm-hmm. shaken up. I'm sorry. You shouldn't just be just chilling. Your glasses should be broken. Your fucking tie should be half off. You should be having, like, pit stains all over your fucking body, bro. Like, under titty sweat, yep. the whole nine. Fuck that. No, Fuck he that. just waltzed his in. And now I am here now. Yeah, and he's such a fucking asshat. Like he was, just, he was annoying the shit out of me, dude. Come like, dude, just stop, just stop. But here, but here is the million dollar question: Did Metal Gear Solid take the idea? Absolutely. Because I didn't even think about it. I don't know why I played. I've seen both Ponty Pool years ago, maybe about three years, like you said, and I played Metal Gear Solid, and it never clicked. I never even thought about it until yeah. this viewing of Ponty Pool, and I was like, holy shit. They oh, uh, spoiler alert, by the way. Sorry. <laughs> well, well, well um, do one of y'all want to kind of explain the uh, the Metal Gear 5 version of this virus? Sure. Well, basically, uh, so what happens in Metal Gear Solid is you're having some of your crew members start to get infected. They start becoming ill on the ship, and you can't figure out what the common thread is. And if I'm screwing it up for you, fuck you, you should have bought the day one edition. But um, <laughs> your crew your crew starts getting infected, you can't figure out what the common thread is, and the common thread is language. You have to point down, you have to pin down what language everybody that is getting sick speaks. And that's how the disease is becoming transferred, basically to wipe out everybody of a certain class, ethnicity, whatever. In Pontypool, it's the same, but no, it's pretty much the same. same anybody cause... anybody speaking English acquires this disease that turns you into a zombie. And Pontypool came out before Metal Gear. And uh, the it's like, a, what is it? Uh, vanilla Ice, the ding, 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 <laughs> ding. Versus and, the ding, um, ding, also ding, to, ding, 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 To support this theory, I, um, I follow Hideo Kojima on Twitter. He's a fucking huge film nerd. Absolutely. So it is not a stretch mm-hmm. at all to, no. to, to believe that he's seen this movie. Not one bit. Like, and, I, I tried um, to see if he actually cited it, if there was a website actually bringing it up, but they did not, which was a shock. But then again, I don't think Pontypool is that popular in a movie. I don't think so To either. begin with. So I figure, like, you know, it is what it is. But the fact that English is the trigger language. On it top of that, is definitely the fucking you know the the mirror image. Well, between. even even the premise itself is way too close. Well, except for yeah. like what happens, you know, like what happens to them is, is the huge difference between. Uh, yeah, but that, that's tweakable. You can't, you know, that well, you yeah, can change yeah. that. Except but except that for the fact that your lungs are like on the outside, that should look brutal. Yeah, brutal. yeah. But on the same note, better executed in Metal Gear. Well, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Except speaking for, of uh, Kojima. You guys see a De- Death Stranding trailer? Yes, the the one where they're in the tunnel or something. I didn't see the second one yet. I didn't see the second one yet. I heard. Oh, I heard stuff. No, no, it's it. just as no, no, it's just as weird. We're not gonna spoil anything for you. It's um, all art. I looked on. I looked online. People have been um, taking taking picking it apart, like analyzing it. Of course. And there are. All I'm gonna say is there are a lot of uh, connections between the first and second trailer. Really. That better yeah. be a good game. Cause I don't know what the fuck's going on with that shit. No, I, I, you know, I don't want even even like describing the trailer. I don't want to spoil the trailer because it's so good. Like, uh, no, can seriously, you, can, I you, can you verbally destroy it? I mean, I'm not destroy it, but Anna, explain it because it's so abstract. I think. Well, uh, Brandon, 
hasn't seen it, so I don't want to. Well, okay. well, 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 that's the fun. I mean, I, I, I've heard heard like quick cliff notes about it. I know uh, Mads Nicholson was was uh, showed up in it, but um, yeah. So no, no, you have like all right, the beginning you get this war torn city, and then fucking Guillermo del Toro shows up. What? And, okay, no, yeah, stop, I'm not joking. I'm no not more, joking. No more. No more. No more. No more. No I, more. I, I have to watch this. I have to watch this. Cause they always um, do, they're they're so fucking meta sometimes, bro. Like I um, I, I I like I like when I see just abstract. Like, what is this game gonna be about? Because I'm so I'm so jaded, man. I'm such yeah, a jaded game. I have no idea. But at this point, I love Kojima. I will I will buy literally anything he puts out. Dude, I want to buy it and not buy that whatever bullshit they try to come out with Metal Gear from here on out because uh, Hideo's not behind it. Like. Like, dude, like, uh-huh. I heard on Phantom Patrol that they, like, they gave him the fucking shaft, bro. They fucked him over. I wonder why. Oh, yeah. Dude, because of dumb knows. reasons. Because um, pachinko machines, stupid fucks. Oh, yeah, yeah. You talked um, about one thing, did you guys uh, see the video game awards, the video games live thing last Mm-mm. week? I did not that's where they, That's where they showed it. all this. Okay. But if, if you remember, this. last year, um, uh, Metal Gear won some awards or whatever, and um, Konami did not let Hideo Kojima attend the uh, the awards, and he was oh, set to receive God. like lifetime of lifetime achievement award or whatever. And Konami's lawyer said, "No way, uh, we're still working this. Uh, we're still fucking you right now, so we're gonna oh, continue you know to what? fuck you." I think I saw that. It wasn't um. Oh, what was the guy's name? One of the guys like read Jeff like, yeah, Je- 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 yeah. He, he read that shit out, and the crowd went fucking ape shit. Dude. Yeah, he he went he went on a little rant there. He was pissed but too. This he was year, like, this garbage. This year, um, before they did anything, before they announced, before they gave out the first award, they just started the show, and they're like, okay, yeah. Before we uh, do anything, we got to get this out of the way. Last year, uh, Konami prohibited uh, Hideo Kojima from attending the award show. Uh, so this year we need to uh, give him this award Fuck before yeah. we do anything. Fuck and yeah. so they got Kojima up there and gave him his fucking award. Fuck yeah, hell yeah, Man. suck a dick, Kojima. Good shit, suck, suck a dick. A dick. All right. gay now. Oh, hey, uh, speaking of trailers, uh, fucking tangents. Last of Us 2 trailer. See that? Man, Man I can't wait y'all. for fuck that shit. Cause, Sony. Cause, some, Cause somebody let me borrow PS3 and then yanked it away before I had a chance to play it. The cocksucker. Just to destroy your soul. Piece of shit. I actually, I have, Brandon, I have a PS3. I'll loan it to you sometime. Uh, yeah. I'm, awesome. I'm actually, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting it, I'm getting it hacked right now. So you could just yeah, download. Just, just, oh, actually, cut it up. Cut it up. All right. So. Yeah. Okay. So this is the. I have a question for mm-hmm. you. Since now, so you know, Lorianne or whatever her name is starts, yep. you know, beating on the glass. All this kind of doofy shit. How tough is Studio Glass? Tough as fuck, apparently, because uh, it held up pretty well in this movie. I'm, I mean, well, for- it needs to be like re- reinforced to be uh, soundproof. Uh, soundproof. Yeah. I guess. So. Yeah, I thought that was a, uh, uh, pretty pretty weird. But anyway, so the doctor and everybody they're in the in the little booth. And they're starting to try to, you know, figure this thing out. And it's quite obvious the doctor is slowly becoming infected. He yeah, keeps saying, breathe, 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 breathe. Right. And like at first I was like, is he just telling himself to like calm himself down? Because it's kind of tense. Because uh, she's like yeah. fucking herself up. But I, I really enjoy this like, well, should we shut the fuck up? Like conversation that they're having. Yes. And it's like, you probably should. But they kept talking and it's like, Stop I did her. not get that. If, okay. If you got a message saying from the BBC saying, don't speak English. You got a doctor that just came in and said it's transferred through language. I'm texting everybody. It's over. I'm not saying anything else. Right. But uh, Laurel Ann shows back up 
and uh, her mouth was already fucked up uh, the second time she showed up. She was like, kind of, like, it looked like she was eating her own mouth at first. It was really weird. And then the second time she shows up, she's like grinding her face or something against the uh, the studio equipment, and it starts sparking. And when she comes yeah. back, her upper lip is gone, and her mouth is fully like slit mouth woman style, like just yes, yeah, pretty fucking brutal, dude. And you already know that she's gonna start slamming her face against the wind window. That's just she's already ready for that, and uh, she's just going insane. Sydney cannot fucking take it. She's laying down, freaking the fuck out because she was talking to one of her children, and she kept saying terms of endearment to her child, just <laughs> killing them. Because anytime somebody said "Honey the Cat" or or anything like, because uh, there was a missing cat. Which was uh, integral to the story for some fucking reason because if somebody says honey, that was a trigger word for people just trying to look for the cat. So I'm pretty sure that's how it started, in my opinion. In my opinion. Uh, But uh, yeah, dude, so she's like going insane on the fucking window, dude, just blah, 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 banging, banging, banging. And then she fucking stops. And uh, Mendez is looking with like absolute intrigue. Like, well, we've never seen it go this far because the rules are apparently for this uh, virus is the victim has to suicide itself into another victim for hmm. it to spread. It's brutal, but like mm-hmm. it, and they'll and they'll like attack each other like to their face first. Like they'll like like the part where they say they're trying to go inside of them because uh Ken was describing how they weren't just eating them, they were like going into them. Like they were f- fucking mm. them up. So it was like the it was like so it's like the the virus is just like to the point to where they have to like just go inside the person that they're infecting. And uh, cause like, cause remember when they were reading the obituary, like one person killed the other person, the other person kills himself by the other person, and so on and so forth. It's like a weird link. So she had no one to suicide into, <laughs> so she just no. projectile vomits blood against the fucking window and just drops dead. Cause uh, totally didn't pick up on that part. It's brutal. It's fucking brutal. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta admit, I didn't catch a lot of that either. I mostly checked out by this point. Well, I, fu- I, I fucks with shit like this when it's, when there's like a murder chain involved. I'm like, all right, let's let's figure this out, just so I don't. Because you're pre- you're preparing yourself for the eventual zombie apocalypse. Right. You gotta know every route. I need a precedent, <laughs> and that's that's why I'll be among the first ones dead. Like like once I explain it, that's when Black shoots me and mocks away. <laughs> Boom. He's like, oh, you're somewhat useful for right now. So I'll shoot you when you're done explaining what, what the rules. Then you'll cap me in my kneecap like a bastard and Otis me out of here. But uh He who runs faster wins. <laughs> that'll be like your that'll be your uh your fucking it'll be like in a, a Latin on your flag for your new fucking world order. <laughs> <laughs> it'll, just, it'll just be a Nike. Oh god. So the blood vomit goes down. Mendez is way too happy about the situation, which is fucked up. And then he like half-ass apologizes to Sydney, saying, "Oh, I'm sorry for your loss, whatever." But uh, kind of sad moment because I didn't realize what day it was. We should have did this movie on Valentine's Day. Uh, but um, he was all sad, like, "Dude, I never gave her." Uh, Mazzy was like, "I never gave her my uh, Valentine's Day card. I'm about to give it to her." Dick. I was like, Ugh. and uh, I like that's how a stretch. That that's like when people call Die Hard a Christmas movie. Shut up! It is a Christmas Shut up. movie. Just get out of here. Get out of here with your scarf. Get out of here. I will get never consider Die Hard a Christmas movie. With your fucking ironic. You'll never have friends with your ironic <laughs> press shirt and acid wash jeans. Get out of here. Get out of here with your fucking Vans. 
I stand by my words. You che- stand alone. Your checkered boat shoes. Get the fuck out of here. Um, I don't know. How people, <laughs> I really don't know how people dress. I'm just making guesses here. So, no, you're pretty accurate, actually. Oh, good. So they finally <laughs> they, <laughs> they finally start doing notes because they're fucking trapped, dude. Because uh, the people who were banging on the door finally started getting inside. So it was just a shit ton of fucking people just like banging against the door looking lost and it's it, and i i appreciate the variety of people uh that are zombed out right now uh fucking like old ladies with pearl necklaces and shit like fat slobs and bathrobes like just the whole gamut of just americana speaking, speaking of uh fat women with uh pearl necklaces mostly about pearl necklaces that's a thing i've been doing now when i see uh older white ladies i like pretending that i'm scared of them and cross the street that is fucking hilarious <laughs> <laughs> that was actually pretty funny. Oh, funny. No, and I, I'm I'm being dead serious. I, I know you are. That's why it's hilarious. And then move away. He's like, huh? <laughs> Ethel. But uh, <laughs> Ethel. So like, have you got any reactions? They they look confused because they 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 attempt to make the first move, but I'm <laughs> but I'm already moving across the street just, fearfully. You just and they, don't know what... they probably even yeah. more scared. Does he have a rifle? But uh, that's hilarious. So they got a plan to use a loudspeaker, <clears throat> saying uh, you know, Cindy, uh, whatever her last name is, is alive. You know, just kind of because they repeat everything, they figure they'll get the message out to uh, whoever, hopefully her family. She's she's banking on, and uh, really selfless act by um by Mazzy because uh, Mendez officially wanted to say SOS, mm-hmm. but he was like nah. Let's let's just try to get old girl out of here. So that, that I felt like there was a selfless act by him, which I think helped her later on in this movie. We'll, we'll get to that part. They they play on the loudspeaker. The plan fucking works, and they go the other direction. And uh, Mendez unfortunately is now gone because he's the breathe thing is a little too real, and he's trying to revert to Spanish like as a last ditch effort. And then like a part of me is like not sure if he was all the way gone yet. But I felt like he still. Yeah, had it's like he sense. was trying to still work it out in his brain what right. was going on. Because like, like when he reverted to like he reverted to Spanish, and when he did that, he was like he seemed like he was feeling better. So he looked at him and was like, "Don't speak English." Like that was like his last like little bit of instruction to them. And uh, oh, yeah, he, like he he was he was definitely aware though that what was happening. Right. So he was way too aware for him to be like a, completely gone. So, uh, you know, Mazzy's kind of shitty at French, but uh, you know. Cindy knew, so they were kind of like bumbling around talking in French, trying to figure out what else to do. So they go upstairs, which I don't know why you would ever do that in this situation. But uh nice little uh, horror moment right here. <laughs> oh yeah, that because it was unexpected. You completely forgot about the old brown Dude, face. I thought she left, and fucking pra pra pra, that little girl comes out of nowhere, and like. With the- how the fuck did Mazzy get out the way of that? Because like I don't know. It's like he tie sheet her out the way, and then unfortunately it ran to Sydney. I thought Sydney was a goner, dude, because she was like hovering over her neck, uh, on top of her, like going crazy and shit. And then okay, did anybody? Is it just me or or was it like a weird jump cut where like he was about to stomp her, and then he vanished? I did not pick up on that. I felt like it was. A, I, neither did I. I felt like it was an FCC thing because he was about to stomp the fuck out of her because like she went out, she like he threw her down, like well he grabbed her, threw her against the wall, and he was about to stomp her, and then like it cut away, but you knew that she was getting stomped to sleep because because uh, <laughs> Sydney got up, Mazzy was in it, and they were stomping her 
into the next life, bro. Hard. <laughs> as, it, as it should be. As you do. Because, I mean, but I was just like, we don't give a damn. We don't give a fuck. They were destroying her. They were ATL stomping her. I mean, just all the way out of there, bro. And uh, they cut to them, you know, like kind of like getting the last kick in, breathing fucking hard. And you just see that just pile of clothes just slumped over to the side. I was like, oh, that's brutal. Brutal. And, uh, you know, they're looking at the dock. Uh, you know, kind of talking like who's gonna take the doc out if it has to come to that, and uh, she, <laughs> Sydney was like, "Well, you do it," and he's like, "No, you do it. You kill the girl, so you might as well kill the doctor." <laughs> Nobody wanted You're to right. blame. Nobody wanted to own up to to honestly working together to kill this little girl. Uh, they're trying to pass the blame. I I felt like a part of me was like, "Okay, that's kind of funny," but at the same time, it's very pointless. A uh, bit of time being used right here for this stupid back and forth. Um, I felt like it would have been better if they just both accepted the fact that they killed her together and were sad and were just trying to figure out like you know just pray that they don't have to kill the doctor and just move on from that but uh, somehow some way the sound like the music comes on really fucking loud over the speaker again I don't know if it's the French people uh, the French government or whatever like doing that on purpose to like corral them to one area I don't know what was going uh, on I don't know I thought it was like a glitch yeah, it was something weird because like, the doctor didn't do it. The doctor was sitting there, like, you know, con- contemplating himself on what to do. And, uh, you know, they're freaking the fuck out and they finally destroy the speaker. And, uh, you know, the doctor is like, fuck this shit because, like, you know, these motherfuckers are coming full force now. So he runs up with them. And uh, as they try to barricade the door, he runs through the door and grabs a crowbar. <laughs> yeah. Which is a tense fucking moment right here because. You think he's about to spaz out? Think yeah, because he's looking at them and they're looking at him and they're like, "Want to whoop your ass?" And he's like, uh, and he go, he go, he runs outside. He runs outside and he uh, repeats the message that was being played. And he actually, which was super gangster of him to go out like that. super gangster and super like, what is your character right now? Like he's dead. He's literally yeah. just a living plot device because like yeah, very unca- super uncharacteristic for him to be such a martyr like that because he was all about the fucking experiment when he got there. Mm-hmm. And while horrible shit was happening, he was not bothered at all. Not a shred of humanity was in him. He was super excited to see this chick blow up from the inside. But he knew his time was, was up. Bad, yeah. Maybe. And on the same note, on the same note, if they you said there was a part two and three, it is not confirmed that he died. This is also true. This he is also have, true. He could have just kept speaking crazy languages and figured it out himself. And, and somehow got out of uh, whatever happened at the end of this movie. Uh, maybe. 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 If, if they had to, they, they, they definitely could. You're right. They could make him be, oh, I made it out. So, let's see. Out, I made it. So could Obi. Obi could, uh, what's the little dude from Star that's Wars? A, that's a, almost Yoda. like kind of arrogant. <laughs> Too, don't you think? What? It's like, yeah, we've got two and we've got two and three already in the fucking chamber, dude. But you know what? Honestly, Whatever. I think if there was a two and three, I might, I might watch it for the simple fact. I would watch it if it was like a prequel. No, two and three, two and three was not actually a. No, no, I'm saying I would, I would enjoy a prequel of like, because that was one of my big gripes about the movie that they didn't explain enough what how this happened. I got you. Well, this is, this is technically the prequel, like, uh, I think. The way that they I, mean, I, would, sound. I would like an origin story. I'm big on origin stories. You are, but I, I, I like I like it where it's kind of unexplained. Cause I feel like if they if they explain it, it'll be the dumbest thing ever. Yeah. I'm gonna say cat feces and move it on. Uh, uh, oh, uh, which would explain? Oh no, no, wait, no, no, never mind. You haven't played Last of Us. 
No, I heard I heard, oh, I heard okay. it had something to do with that though. But like they get gross. Like that. I was gonna I, go on a tangent. I see. Yeah, no, 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 don't do me like that. God damn it! Let me just fucking play don't the game. Do me like that. I hate both of you. But um, I'm just I'm just saying that that story is over. Uh, you know, uh, why are we doing this? That story's over. Stop. So Sydney's getting drunk now because people are mm. trying to spoil things, and uh, they don't appreciate it. So she gets hammered. <laughs> And she's writing notes, you know, confessing that she killed a little girl. And I continue to scribble on the wall because she's just bummed the fuck out. Uh, really taking that murder hard, even though that chick tried to eat her fucking face off. I don't know. I think I'll be okay with it. But um, she's focused on the word kill inadvertently. And uh, while this, while she's doing that, thankfully, by the grace of God, uh, Mazzy's trying to figure out how to combat that whole situation. It's like, how do you not understand that was the full uh crux of what he was trying to figure out and he's like pacing back and forth trying to figure out like how do how do you not understand something like how is that even fucking possible if somebody says something you're gonna get it so you're fucked he's really trying to figure it out and um sid fucks up and she slips up dude and now the word kill is constantly coming out of fucking mouth dude and he's freaking out and that happens getting super tense and he's freaking the fuck out and he's trying to figure out how to save her and uh, he repeats the phrase "kill his kiss." So he's trying to make her disassociate because he was talking about how you know you know how you, if you had to write a word down or say a word over and over again, it starts to lose its uh, meaning to you to a certain extent. Like I, I wrote the word "yes" down a bunch of times for something, and "yes" just didn't look like "yes" anymore. So I kind I kind of saw what he was saying. So he was freaking out, and he was like saying, uh, "You know, kill his kiss, kill his kiss." He's trying to like make her disassociate that word, and it fucking worked. And uh, I was kind of shocked at that. Yep. I, didn't, I didn't see that coming. Nah, I just thought that was kind of weird. I thought it was a little convoluted. I was like, mm, that's kind of weak. Well, they kind of, they kind of, they kind of. Oh no, I was just gonna make a dumb joke, but that was a lot better than what I was gonna say. Oh, what were you about to say? This is, this is, <laughs> I was gonna say then he was just trying to jokes. He was getting, he was just trying to get his dick wet. It's a kiss, kiss. <laughs> well, hell, that was that was the time. Kill his dick. Kill his dick. Like really, this is the only way you can do that, dude. Hey. <laughs> you hey. suck. Shit's real right now, bro. But um, yes, they 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 do make out a little bit, which is kind of weird. But uh, but no, it's like he he's like, uh, holy shit, I'm about to save the world. We do one last show. We're gonna save the fucking world. And um, what's funny is what 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 Black says is actually true. It was way too convoluted a plan to where it's just it was pointless almost. And um. You know, Sydney's like, dude, it's not working. Like, you know, you can't do it that way. You can't do it like this. Like, and he's trying. He's like, sputtering. You know, trying to say. Uh, he's trying to think of the words that people got stuck on. and was trying to do it like how he saved us. Because uh, so, you know, Ken went down. Ken Loney went down from the word sample. Uh, possibly uh, Mendez went down from breathe. And he's trying to do some word association, but he wasn't sure exactly how it works. Or should it be a word that's close to it? Should it be a completely word? Should it be opposite? And he was kind of like fucking himself up trying to figure out the plan as he was like kind of you know going off the cuff here and it's not working french government overhead like shut the fuck up turn off your broadcast it's sitting here live <laughs> you know like just literally just kind of like it, you you can see this is not going to end well you can feel it you know it. it's getting crucial there's explosions going on in the background you can hear people getting shot to fucking death getting murdered you can just hear the carnage outside and uh you know, Mazzy's like panicking. He just starts yelling, stop, stop, stop. And it's dead silent. 
And I was like, a part of me, <laughs> the asshole of me is like, I swear to God, if stop was the fucking word. Yeah, well, that was fucking easy. <laughs> yeah, I'd be so pissed. If stop was the goddamn safe word to save the whole world, I'd be so fucking annoyed. I was that would have been hilarious. <laughs> I actually think that I would have I, I, I would have liked this. That would have been a bigger fuck you than the end of uh, uh, Holy Mountain, I think. <laughs> Cut it out! It's like, okay. And I and then I, I think I would have appreciated it a little more. Oh, what a douche. Like, ah, it's just a joke. It, just stop it. Just cut it out, guys. But um it's it's really crazy uh, how how silent it was. But then he sits down and he kinda talks about how you know it's just, it's just another day. Like I think he kinda it seemed like he was just kind of residing, you know, just kinda done. You know, just going through the motions at that point and was just trying to say something poignant. For anyone who's possibly still alive, because it's, it's over. And uh, just talking about how, you know, tomorrow's another day. You know, we're still fucking here. And it was kind of like, you, you could tell it's not good. And then another explosion goes off in the background. And it's silent again for a couple seconds. And then we get treated to a uh, French countdown, which is never good. And uh, Sydney knows it's over. What, what are the French going to do that we should be so scared of? Hey, dude, they drop oh, like day old baguettes. <laughs> oh fucking hell! Hold <laughs> on, reach. Oh. Uh, <laughs> you know how hard the motherfuckers are, bro. They just pierce through ceilings and shit. That's where all that rubble was coming from. Three, two, one. We give up. <laughs> Actually, that was, that was. I'm just like piggybacking what Mr. Being Black just said. He should have gotten the bigger laugh. I think. Oh, he, he said that. I didn't hear him say that. Yeah, I said they retreat. Oh, that's hilarious. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> if Sydney would have looked up, she would have saw like hard bread through the ceiling. But um, sorry, French people. I apologize. Uh, I apologize for nothing. Nah, just give us five star reviews and we'll take everything back. Um, again, <laughs> but uh. <laughs> Dude, the French are some tough motherfuckers. I don't know where, like, they surrendered once because they were basically obliterated, and then they never hear the end of it. It's not fair. This, this life. This is true. Like, we're, so we're, we're such juvenile bastards. Like, oh, you gave up. It's like, yeah, because they fucked our shit up. Like, what do you want? Like, but you know what? No one gives no one's gives shit to Japan about giving up. Is it because they took two fucking hydrogen bombs to the chest? Is that, is that what that was about? Wait, who do we owe money to? I don't know. Everyone, <laughs> who don't an easier question would be who do not who do we not owe money to? I'm about to say, don't they? I think they have us in the long game by making shitty clothes for us. Yep, or making us uh, wait for t- Attack on Titan. Uh, <laughs> uh, we'd like to thank our sponsor HNM.com. Jesus, uh, ch- check them check them out if you want a fucking cardigan. Uh, check them out. Anyway, so that's pretty much the end of the movie. I mean, well, there's one other scene. Oh yeah, basically uh, well, get this hold little. On. Whoa, 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 whoa. We, we had the countdown, but we didn't talk about what they did during the okay. countdown. So okay, uh, so okay. As, as the countdown begins, honestly, once you hear a countdown to anything, you know it's pretty much over. So uh, Sydney basically just throws her headset aside and just runs to uh, Mazzy to give him one last kiss as the screen goes black. So we we we, we can safely assume that they're all fucking dead right now. The whole town is fucking dead on some real shit because they bombed it, and uh, we get oh, yeah. treated to uh, you know if you if you <laughs> if you're not disgusted by this ending and walked away and you actually sat through the credits you'll get uh, more fleshed out of the aftermath of um, what happened on that day, 
And it kind of fleshed out a little bit, telling you what's happening. But, like, the fact that <laughs> Mazzy did not get shit accomplished when he tried to do that one last radio show. It was just like he was talking erratically. Like, he basically got lumped in with everybody else, saying he was talking gibberish. And because it sounded like gibberish. Because it was gibberish. Cause he, it didn't make any sense. Because it involved into him trying to just have them not understand what he was saying. It was just weird. It got it got it got really complicated for him, and uh, basically shit was spreading all across Canada, the world. Yeah, yeah. And then the BBC guy, Nigel Thornberry, fucking started losing his shit and starts repeating Pontypool <laughs> over and over again, letting you know that you know, this is pretty much a fucking problem. And then we get this fucking after credit scene. Who wants to take this? So what is there to say? It's like this weird. Not pulp. What was not pulp fiction? Like Sin Cityish uh, style. Yeah. Black part, and, white. and they're just speaking nonsense. There's almost something like, totally different. I think it's like I felt like this scene was for like if you're just really butthurt that they died, you can just enjoy this uh, nice fictional story that they'll I continue don't, on. See, I got something different. I don't feel like they died. I feel like they they made it, and they living their life speaking the gibberish language. Negative. That that's what I got from it. I think they died, and this was just like a nice way of like just giving them a nice little send off that they, you know, that they did make it and rolled off into the sunset, being badasses, stealing cars, and taking names and fucking. Like that's literally what they were saying, in just really cool hip jazzy ways. Like if uh, Tarantino wrote this shit, but uh, that's like some Evangelion type of shit almost. Almost where in where um, uh, spoilers for Evangelion. Anyone? No. No. Okay. No, um. The world, like the world ends or whatever, and it's just this horrific cataclysmic event that's happening, and this like giant goddess like emerges from the earth and consumes it or whatever. But in the show, um, what Shinji saw was just everybody fucking clapping, yeah, congratulations, <laughs> and it, it just didn't make any fucking sense Brutal. and then in the movie e- end of evangelion you sh- you you see what was actually happening Eef. and everybody was turning into fucking um uh hey, nickelodeon you. gack oh fuck that's even worse. and uh, yeah and it was weird well yeah so maybe so maybe maybe that that the whole sequence was like a little weird interpretation of what was actually happening Possibly. Possibly. I don't know. I'm gonna say no. I don't know. I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say they died and they just want to give a nice little send off. Well, a little fun yeah. fact: uh, Lisa Hole and uh, Stephen uh, McMaddy, the guy that plays Grand Sydney, are actually husband and wife in real life. So a nice Yay. little fun fact that they fucking for real kisses kills <laughs> <in> the household. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, that's the goddamn movie, man. But the really challenging fucking question. For you guys is if this was a video game what in the fuck would this be i, I had i had actually i had actually a couple of uh, suggestions maybe speak um uh donaldson i know i know you played it you remember her story yeah 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 that'd be good for it i could I see think that maybe something like that where somebody is telling you the story of what happened well in this case of you, you you'd spin it to what is happening and um you, I don't know. Try to call people or something. Uh, try good. to try to, to, to search somehow. Maybe an internet search or something. Just to try to find out what's going oh, on. Oh yeah, you told me and, about her. Yeah. And and you 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 get little video segments or something. In this case, it'll be uh, I don't know. 
but audio clips broadcast. maybe yeah audio clips. i think that'd be good i think that's actually or good. or like a like zork just text only nice. adventure Deep cut. I'm gonna go with her story. I think that's actually a really good one. I think that'd be solid and pretty entertaining. Even though her story just sounds so weird when you try to explain to people, it sounds lame. Yeah, and then uh, trying to justify like getting all the fucking video files or whatever. Yeah, which I, yeah, yeah. That sounds yeah, brutal. I, I I actually remember that conversation. I forgot what episode we were doing that one on. But yeah, that, that, yeah uh, that's definitely that still. I'm gonna say still, a. a uh, when you buy another video game, but you get this demo disc of uh, Resident Evil, and it's like only one level. That's what it feels like. And it's like, only and it's only audio for some reason. Well, like 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 the the first half is all audio, and then they give you like five minutes of zombie shit, and then it's over. And it's like, oh shit, okay, well stay tuned for the next part of the game. But it's just it's like uh, you only get so much of it to where I feel like it's impossible to like make that a game because you're you're getting only a certain part so it's like a uh, tech you know it's pt since yeah since about- that, that's an insult on pt no it's not i'm talking about as far as like you know you only got so much you didn't get the whole thing you want the whole thing but you didn't get the whole thing dude did you see guillermo del toro's tweet like just shitting on konami he was like man konami shutting down pt uh, i mean shutting down silent hills after the pt demo that's one of the most idiotic things absolutely anyone is a absolutely people couldn't wait for that hell game. yeah that shit was my god like like, like i literally fuck were you thinking you had you had kojima who you already know he's gonna sell a billion trillion guaranteed co- uh, copies you got you got the name of silent hill which has its own pretty sizable fan base and you got guillermo del toro and fucking Norman Reedus too. Like what Maybe. you were, you were, you were getting ready to 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 reinvigorate the Silent Hill franchise. Yeah. And dude, and on top of that, on top of that, up. that demo, dude, I've never sat through a Let's Play like fucking edge of my seat. Like, oh my god, this is fucking. Oh, awesome. or, oh, you didn't have a PlayStation, dude. My cousin has a PlayStation Four, and we we spent all night playing that shit and getting all the different endings and. Holy crap! That game. I didn't want to play scary. it. Awesome real shit. I did not. It's scary. I didn't, I didn't have the balls to play it. Awesome real shit. Cause I, I couldn't do it. After guilty. Uh, can I say uh, guilty? I've never seen anything about PT. What? You need you need to get online and look at a let's yeah, play. No, right once now. I once I get off with you guys, I'm gonna go well, not get off because that just sounded wrong. And, and it's such a it's such a shame too because it was a it was it was a it was a free demo yeah and and they they just completely pulled it off like you can't even download it anymore yeah I heard that look at I've the uh, game grumps one that's a funny one because uh, one guy played the demo already and the other guy didn't so he's like basically baiting him <laughs> I gotta Which check I gotta check the name of the guys again uh, game grumps let's do the body count um, let's, 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 you want to do body count yeah yeah uh-huh. Uh-huh. That body count. Uh, that body count. Was there a body count? Was Fuck. it two? It's debatable. It's debatable. Like uh, I, yeah, I, I can't. I actually, yeah, two, two, only two. Oh yeah, because the chick that got stumped out, and then the, the studio chick. You don't see anybody else die. Yeah, these so, are deaths that we see. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, audio, oh. audio deaths don't count. All right, well, <laughs> moment of silence for the entire city of Pontypool. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, how are you going to count a building that, like, was overrun with... Well, 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 that was 75 people, apparently. Nah, it had to be more than that. 
I, I should have looked, oh, yeah, I looked at the actual population of uh, Ontario, Canada, and be like, all of that dead. But uh, yeah, we'll say two on-screen deaths for sure, unless you want to count the fade to blacks uh, on the countdown between uh, Mazzy and Sydney. That'll make it a nice even four. But, well, uh, I mean, what was the countdown even? That's what I'm saying. It's still that's debatable that they died. <laughs> they had the marmalade sandwiches. Beffers is soived. But uh, anyway, I mean, maybe they were just maybe they're just cutting off. Like, yeah, we need to stop talking, so we're cutting off all. Yeah, feet. Everybody, shut that's the fuck up. In five. Down. Yeah, you're right. That's a good point. All right, so let's get to uh, skin deep. Sadly, it's about to get skin deep. What I thought there wasn't any naked zombie lady. No, no. Somebody okay. mentioned somebody being naked, that. and you just wanted. To you die. wished that you wished that were that there was oh, one, so okay. this movie would become interesting. Yeah, mm, they just so mentioned, they mentioned somebody was naked, but that that, that won't count because it's off screen nudity as well. So that doesn't happen, guys. Okay. So sad. is that a first? Is that a first for Skin Deep of off screen nudity? A... I think oh, off off-screen. yeah off screen nudity. Yeah, yeah, that is, that is the first. Congratulations, Pontypool. <laughs> nice you did it um all right guys this is it man final verdict dude we're gonna sit here and judge this movie once and for all it is knee pads or slippers what that means folks uh we do a maximum of two of either or uh hater slippers if we think this movie's a piece of shit where we slide both of those cozy motherfuckers on and stare this movie down and wish it never was born or two knee pads maximum where we fall to our knees and a worshiping stance, if you will, and uh, really loving upon this movie like we should. So, I still like John Hernandez, knee pads, okay, or slippers. All right, um, I think I got it all out of the way at the beginning of the show. My thoughts, and it's not gonna be, it's not, it's not gonna be special special fabric kind of slippers like like my bat slippers last episode and i don't i don't have a i don't have a, a robe to go with this one it's just ordinary cotton slippers i didn't like this movie and yeah for reasons i already stated i think it would have been it would have been better as an audio nerd. drama all all it is is shots of uh fucking howard stern over here <laughs> 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 oh, co- cowboy 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 stern and uh, it was boring, honestly. It didn't translate that good into film. And I think they 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 jumped ahead a little too quickly by writing a second and third sequel. Just you know, they were so confident that this was, they were so confident that this was going to get them some money, and they went ahead and wrote up a second and third. And I think yeah, like, eh, you counted your chickens a little early there. Interesting. So we got two slippers from John. Just black. slippers. I mean, I, again, uh, the acting, fine acting by the guy. I'm, I was, you know, I busted his balls a lot. <clears throat> Sorry. Oh shit. And yeah, he had the, the audio was really good. Yes. Um, just all around great uh, audio engineering. 
but overall, it did. The, the package was not complete for me. So just two regular slippers. I'll. You don't need to watch this. All right, Black. What do you got, man? Ooh, uh, one knee pad. It's cool. Well, well said, Mike. <laughs> Well said. God damn. Was that on, was that uh, on purpose? It ever... <laughs> <laughs> had to have been on purpose. Because <laughs> Chips had like a dissertation. He's like, it's cool. Walks away. <laughs> it's all right. Jesus. Did any sweat come off your face when he said <laughs> Well said. It was, like, it was like the bottle flip challenge. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I'll give you that. Since it's on purpose, I'll, I'll let you slide for that one. Uh, this one. You know, you know that shit was not on purpose. <laughs> it, it wasn't. That was totally natural by him. But um, it's a toss-up, man. I will say, first viewing, it was too slippery for sure. Because I, fe- I fell asleep. I fell asleep on it. Mendez showed up, got on my fucking nerves. He was the biggest, weakest point of this, even though he, you know, pushed the plot forward. Uh, I do like how it was a nice homage to uh, War of the Worlds. Uh, I like just I like the whole theater of the mind type of deal and like I didn't know I was getting into that when I watched the movie so the fact that I was watching it kind of develop in front of me and then you do get like a small sample size of the actual madness that's outside uh, you know kind of confirming your fears it's probably gonna get one knee pad honestly and truly because like you know what because like, I could watch it Go twice. Ahead. Like Watching it twice wasn't hard because like I was able to piece together stuff for myself in the first viewing. Like, usually, if I could watch a movie twice, it's not too slippery territory at all. So, Oh, oh so, 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 so Black One's actually uh, improved on that point he made earlier. Not, not, not really. No. The only thing I want to say is I actually enjoyed the movie more the first time and less the second time. Really? Before I was blown away, I was like the the idea of it, everything. I was like, oh shit, which is why I suggested it. But I liked it. It was two knee pads initially, and it dropped down to one on the second viewing. Well, you know what? The ending part I saw for the first time ever. So yeah, I didn't make it to the ending part uh, through the first viewing. Really? No, because I I thought it was just filler. I thought it was just you know static bullshit. So I just stopped the movie at that point. Oh oh, when it ended. Right, so I didn't, I didn't make it all the way to the special ending, which really wasn't anything. Nah, I mean, the the, the real ending was the end of the credits when everyone fucking died. Cause right, I thought it was just regular movie, you know, bullshit. Right, right, right. I they just you. say stuff, so I didn't stick around. I got you, I got you. Well, the, uh, that's pretty much it for that, man. We uh, Oh, it was Nigel healing, by the way, if anybody was up in arms about the... Thur- <laughs> <laughs> about the... Th- <laughs> the Wild Thornberries uh, reference. But uh, <laughs> open all powers. Don't don't start the second American Revolution, okay? Because <laughs> we're gonna win again. Yeah, fucking England and France are gonna unite and just call us fat. But um, hey guys, I'm, I, I I've been man, I've been making fun of those guys for <laughs> for like four episodes straight. That's really like your bag I now. Love you yeah, guys. like 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 fucking with Sam. I love you guys. Is, is really like your that's your deal. And like, <laughs> I hope to God they listen to this one. But uh, <laughs> it's gonna be awesome. But hey, uh, don't you guys? Aren't you guys like with your banter and all that shit? You're, you're used to it, right? <laughs> Witty banter. But um, anybody got any shoutouts before we sign off here? Movie addiction, of course. And have you any of you guys on the extraordinary journey of the black nerd? No. That group, it's hilarious. 
I think you should join. Yeah, I, I, I seen you put some stuff. I'm just not big on Facebook, man. I got I got enough going on with Twit, Twitter, and, and Instagram. I'm just I'm social media. I'll, I'll, let, I'll let you I'll let you run that for I feel you. I feel you. That's it for me, John. Uh, fuck, I don't have anything. Fuck everybody. Fair enough. Uh, I'm gonna give a shout out to Humpcast, man. Uh, they had me on a couple weeks ago on one of their shows. I don't think I fucking pushed it on this show like an asshole. So my bad. Shout out to Garrett Lee, Ryan D, and Ricky C. Thank you guys for having me on. We had a fucking blast. It's not like a boy band. <laughs> I, have, shit, I have that yeah, boy, shit. Ricky. I have that. Uh, Ricky C. I have that shit in my backlog. I keep telling myself to listen to that. Oh, we're we're literally just we're literally like I think the word butt fuck was said about seventeen, fifteen times. We we had a blast. It was a lot of dumb shit going on, but uh, they it basically just talk about movie news and just random like uh, current news and shit. And we're just buzzing news as balls. That's the whole deal, man. And every, we got hammered. We got hammered, 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 hammered. And uh, oh, uh, Garrett challenged me to play uh, Mortal Kombat, but he forgot that I wasn't in. Uh, <laughs> he forgot I wasn't in Cali, and he forgot um, he doesn't have a video game system or the game. <laughs> <laughs> but he adamantly challenged the fuck out of me, dude. He's like, "I will kick your ass." I was like, "Well, bring it, man." And his co-host was like, "Dude, you don't even." can't fucking do that the fuck you talking about funniest shit ever bro we had a good time but yeah man uh shout out to them shout out to uh video negative podcast out there in uk because we're busting your balls too gents appreciate you guys across the pond and obviously the nerd podcast mafia the whole nine uh everybody y'all have a good night hopefully uh next week i'll feel a lot better sorry y'all heard me sniffling like a little bitch the whole show so i apologize for that and uh yeah you guys have a good one see you next week peace